0: Hello and welcome to PrideCast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics. Today, we'll get to know Hofstra senior student-athlete Karis Swan of the Pride Field Hockey Team. Karis is a four-year letter winner and a three-year starter for the Pride in goal, and she also has a double major of Global Studies and Geography as she approaches her graduation date in May. Let's meet Karis Swan. We are back and joined by Hofstra four-year letter winner, Karis Swan. Uh, Karis? welcome and thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, We're talking about basically your career, your career from (laughs) infancy basically, because we'll know a little bit more about Kara Swan, the person, as well as the student-athlete, and certainly you uh, are the epitome of the term student-athlete. You grew up in northwest Canada in the town of Kelowna. Tell us a little bit about your early years in sports.
1: Um, I mean, I started playing sports when I was really young, I think I was like four, got into ballet and gymnastics, um, and then transitioned to soccer, um, then went and played baseball, did karate, basketball, volleyball, you name it, lots of different sports, and then I got into field hockey um, when I was in high school, and just loved that and went with that.
0: So, field hockey was a late addition to your sports. Yeah. Uh, how did that come about?
1: Um, so, the way, like, our school system works is I was in elementary school up until grade seven, and in grade seven, the high school coach came to our school and wanted just to introduce us to the sport and, like, show us what it is, so we would want to play when we get to high school, and my friend's older sister played it, so my friend came up to me and was like, hey, do you want to try field hockey? It's a cool sport, and I didn't know what it was. I had no clue, and I was like, sure, why not? So, um, we just... it was, like, a really, like, beginner's league. Like, we kind of just held, learned how to hold the stick. There was no goalies. We played 5v5, the width of the field kind of thing. And my coach that year told me that when I get to high school, I should try goalie because she thought I'd be a good fit. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, but you didn't play ice hockey.
1: No, I did not play ice hockey. Uh,
0: was there any reason? I mean, that's almost like a, a national phenomenon that a yeah. Canadian doesn't play ice hockey. <laughs> I mean,
1: I was just involved in so many other sports and the practices were really early in the morning and didn't really work well with my parents' work schedule and For me to play ice hockey, I would have to given up my other sports that I played, and I just liked the other sports better
0: One of the things you told me in one of our Pride Five shows was that you played baseball on a boys team because there yeah. wasn't a girls softball team. Tell us a
1: little bit well, about that There was a girls softball team I didn't want to play softball growing up um I wanted to play baseball. So I started when I was about seven, I think, and I played on a guys' team for about four or five years, and then I found out there was an all-girls team that played in the guys' league, so I ended up joining that um, in seventh grade, and that year we ended up winning our division, uh, and we, yeah, just played baseball in the guys' league, and then the sport's been growing for women's baseball, so they had um, nationals, and it was only girls that could play in it, so I did that, was on Team BC.
0: Um, Was there any kind of influence on your lack of baseball? Or the, maybe the movie *League of Their Own*.
1: <laughs> no, honestly, I hadn't seen uh, *League of Their Own* until later into my baseball career. Um, I don't know, maybe just because I like grew up with a brother. I uh, want want to play baseball instead of softball, but you
0: hey, you have one sibling, your brother. Yeah. Uh, is he older?
1: Yeah, he's nine years older.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh obviously he didn't mind little sis trekking along and teaching <laughs> little sis the uh, the rope so to speak.
1: No, he definitely made me tough and taught me how to <laughs> be physical out. <now. laughs>
0: With all the sports that you played, field hockey, soccer, bas- baseball, uh and basketball too. Yeah. Um what is your favorite?
1: I'd say either field hockey or baseball. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh. Okay, you were a three time let me get this right, Okanagan?
1: Okanagan.
0: Okanagan.
1: Yeah.
0: Athlete of the Year 2010, 11, and 12. Yeah. And the field hockey MVP twice. Uh, That was a pretty meteoric rise for somebody who was just picking up field hockey. What do you attribute your your early success in field hockey to?
1: Um, I think I was just fortunate enough to uh, be given the opportunity to play with Team BC and join a couple clubs in Vancouver, and that just really helped me grow with this sport. Um, just because field key isn't really big where I'm from. Uh, so just the different opportunities, and I had some great coaches growing up, so they really helped me develop fast in my skills.
0: Now getting back to something you just mentioned, uh, Kelowna, uh, tell us a little bit about where Kelowna is located.
1: Uh, so it's about four hours northeast of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a decent-sized city, um, but field hockey just wasn't really that big there.
0: And uh, third biggest in the province, uh, I understand, uh, Kelowna. Okay.
1: I, th- I think so. Sounds about right.
0: <laughs> well, I read it in Wikipedia yeah. on the internet, so it has to be true. Sounds <laughs> about right. Uh, all right. Uh, before you coming to Hofstra in high school, you competed with Team BC and some other pretty big events. Uh, and you were part of some really successful teams under 18 team, uh, Team BC. You were captain of a regional squad, the... Uh, uh, t- 2014 Canada Under-18 National Championship for BC Yellow, that plays third, mm-hmm. and on and on. There's so many awards. Uh, um, did, you, did you get the sense right then that this is my sport?
1: I don't think I really got the sense until about maybe when I was in grade 11. Um, I was honestly just enjoying playing the sport, and everything was like, I mean, I had to work hard for it, but, like, these opportunities, like, they came to me, and, like, in my mind, I was just playing the sport, having fun, and doing what I love. But it wasn't until, like, grade 11 that I kind of realized I could actually, like, do something with it and go somewhere.
0: When you go to those uh, national competitions, which you were in, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh, certainly the scope of the game of field hockey has widened. Yeah. Did you feel that difference that you're not in your own little pond anymore? You're in a big (laughs) pond, (laughs)
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, at Nationals, you play against some other provinces, and, like, Ontario's very strong, so it was interesting just seeing that competition. Uh, there's also other BC teams. We had three BC teams at Nationals, so you got to play against other um, strong players from my area or from Vancouver.
0: You know, it's fascinating that you were really a neophyte in the sport of field hockey, yet you got selected to these sports that are very... Quick age. Yeah. Uh, how was the process of that?
1: So the process for being selected on these teams, um, we have a, like a regional team. So everyone within about a three hour radius of where I live, uh, you can try out for this team. And if you make it, you would practice like on the weekends every once in a while. And then we would go to Vancouver for a tournament, and we would play against like the other regions. And there would be coaches at this tournament, kind of scouting us out. Um, and if they uh, saw potential in you which was definitely my case because they knew I hadn't come from an area that I didn't play on water-based turf I played on grass back home no. uh, the amount of practicing that we do was a lot different than what kids from Vancouver did so they knew I didn't have all the resources but if they ha- they saw potential in me and knew if they gave me these resources I could grow with them so from that tournament you get selected onto the provincial team and then we would practice in Vancouver on weekends and then go to nationals.
0: No. So, because of that exposure, I assume that uh, uh, Coach DeAngelis at Hofstra had seen you in some action.
1: Yeah, she saw me. So, I also played on a club team called Polar Bears, which was based out of Vancouver, and we went down to Florida for the U.S. National Festival, which is a giant scouting tournament. So, I played on the Polar Bears, went down to Florida for that tournament, and that's where... Kathy saw me, and she approached my coach, talked to him about me, and then he kind of just passed the message along. Uh,
0: You know, field hockey is such an international sport, and that's shown in college uh, field hockey teams all over the country nowadays. Um, The international players on teams, how do you find out about a after Kathy talked to you and your coach talked to you?
1: Uh, So after I, like, found out, like, what Hofstra was and that it was a university. And I just went online, looked it up, and then I um, realized that Janelle played here and I kind of knew her from, like, or I've heard of her from, like, some friends and stuff like that. And then I ended up messaging her on Facebook and just asking her a few questions. And she met with me when she came home for the summer. And so we just talked about it. She told me more about the school.
0: You beat me to the next question about... uh, (laughs) Hofstra you know, having uh, Janelle Boileau, a Kelowna native, who uh, at the time you were a senior in high school, she was a junior here at Hofstra, mm-hmm. uh, but you didn't know her previously. No. Uh, but obviously Kelowna is a town of almost 130,000, so it wouldn't be uh, abnormal not to know her. It's a town of 3,000. <laughs> but uh, uh, what did she say?
1: She spoke all good things about the school, um, told me about the program, uh, just the, how close the team was, um, she kind of told me basically about all of it, and it sounded really interesting and something that like, I thought I could see myself here.
0: And you made a visit here?
1: I did not make a visit, no. Um. Um, Janelle told me a lot about the school and just kind of told me like, how the classes were set up, what everything was like, and I just felt from what she had told me that I didn't really need to go on a visit.
0: And and lo and behold, here you are. Yeah. Uh, Okay, going into your, first of all, before we go into the college career, um, what was your fondest memory of your scholastic and your international or Canadian competition?
1: Fondest memory? Um, Like playing field hockey-wise? Yeah. I would say uh, getting bronze at nationals my senior year, just because I had uh, gone fourth every year before that, so to finally place and get a medal was something huge for me.
0: Okay, so you come to Hofstra in 2014, for the 2014 season. Did you expect to be a starter that year?
1: I did not. Um, I knew Lauren, uh who's a sophomore when I came in, hadn't played the year before, uh, so I kind of knew if I could work hard, maybe I could play in a few games, but I definitely did not Expect to be a starter. I just kind of came in though with the mindset that I I'm going to do everything I can, work as hard as possible to prove myself, and see what happens.
0: And prove yourself, you did. You uh, played in all 19 contests, starting uh, 17, and uh, had a great season. Uh, what What do you think? Obviously, we had a very influential international team on that. i think we had nine international players that first year uh did that help you in the getting acclimated to the to new york to the team
1: um i think it helped a little bit i mean it was nice cuz if i had any questions i could go to janelle or even jill or lee cuz they were all from canada so it was nice to have someone who was just kind of from like a similar area that i could go to and ask questions if i didn't understand something um, but, I mean, our whole team just got, was really close, and like, our freshman class got close pretty fast.
0: The uh, preceding, uh, pre- preceding year, as we mentioned, was Janelle Boyleau, mm-hmm. Um How much of an influence in your first year was she? Obviously, you had three other Canadians and Jillian Kirkpatrick Cook- yeah. and Lee maxwell Smith. Uh, so that at least that had to make you feel a little bit yeah home.
1: <laughs> definitely did help um I definitely did look up to Janelle just because she had a great career here uh so I'd kind of look up to her and want to be that type of player, and she was captain while she was here too, so it was something that like I looked up to her and want, like aspired to have a similar successful career as her uh
0: what was your fondest memory of your freshman year?
1: I would say probably just how close our team got and just kind of Fun stuff that we would do together uh, like uh, I mean we have the pre-game rituals of dancing in the locker room <laughs> stuff like that
0: <laughs> the uh, Halloween
1: yeah, yeah the Halloween <laughs> costumes definitely was fun our uh, class won best costumes that year
0: the uh, I believe it was your first season or well, yet was it your second season? The team went into the final weekend of the year. Uh, it was your first season. Having a chance to be number one seed mm-hmm. or being knocked out. And obviously we were knocked out that year. Uh, yeah. How disappointing was that?
1: It definitely was very disappointing. Um, I think like, at the time I was still kind of learning how all the, like the NCA worked, how playoffs worked, uh, just because I'd never really experienced anything like that, so I was still learning the process, but it definitely was uh, disappointing that we didn't make it because we had a very strong team that year and the potential to do well. Uh,
0: your second season with the team, uh, you know, well, let's go back to your freshman year. You got named to the CAA All-Rookie Team, and that had to be a proud moment for you.
1: Yeah, it definitely was.
0: Uh, how, when you talk to your folks back home and your your former coaches, how proud were they?
1: Uh they definitely are very proud. I'm still in contact with uh, one of my former coaches from the Polar Bears and talk to him every summer, and he always just says he's very proud of what I've accomplished. My parents are obviously quite proud too.
0: You, uh, in your sophomore year, the team had a fourteen and six season, mm-hmm. uh, the best team season of your career and uh, nine eight consecutive wins, and it was uh, uh, a very, very good season. Making the conference tournament for your one and only time of your career, which yeah. is uh, frustrating, I'm sure, because uh, certainly the team was in a position to go to more, but um, but ending the season with uh, James Madison Delaware, and Delaware, you got hurt that year. Tell us mm-hmm. a little bit about that.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely was like a good year for us. We were like you said on that eight-game win streak, so that was doing well. We felt like we for sure had a chance to make it to playoffs, which we did. Um, unfortunately, I got a concussion our first conference game that year, so I was out for the rest of the conference games. But Lauren definitely stepped it up and did a great job in net and just helped the team do well to make it to playoffs.
0: And obviously, the season ended against Delaware, which. Would go on the following season to win the national championship, uh, which showed how good they were. And obviously, James Madison is also uh, the cream of the crop in the league as well. Yeah,
1: definitely a strong conference and strong teams that we played against. Um,
0: Going into your junior year now, obviously, were there were some residual effects from the concussion?
1: Uh, No, 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 not really. No, (laughs) Uh,
0: but uh, the starting job was kind of split. between you and Lauren Salters, who was a mm-hmm. senior that year, and uh, with Lauren getting the the yeoman's work uh, uh, and goals, so uh, was that was that kind of a wake up call after two years as a starter, or was it? How did you feel about that?
1: I mean, I feel Lauren definitely deserved to start that year. She had some gr- very great games, was performing really well. Um, it definitely drove me to. Uh, push myself to be better. I was doing more individual practices uh, with the coaches, and just wanting to like learn more. And uh, so, it definitely, like pushed me to try to improve myself as a player, while also supporting the team as Lauren and was in net that year.
0: Uh, and heading into your senior year, everybody says your spring last year was the the catalyst for. Uh, you're a very good senior season um, being named team captain, too. Uh, did that take you by surprise?
1: A bit, yeah. No, I definitely wasn't really expecting that. Um, but I was very honored to get that position.
0: And you started and played every all 19 games. And yeah. That had to be a little bit uh, exhausting.
1: <laughs> it was definitely good, though. I mean, because we worked really hard in the spring, so it was nice for all that to pay off. I also played a lot during the summer, too. So, to kind of be rewarded that way for all the hard work was very nice.
0: And this year, obviously, with a lot of newcomers, uh, 11 newcomers on the team, mm-hmm. it was a, a different kind of dynamic on, on the Pride team. Um, what was uh, what was the most important part of your senior year?
1: I think the most important part was helping our team gel together because, like you said, we had 11 uh, newcomers coming in. And then also just from spring, because there was 12 of us, we got very close as a team so to just kind of uh, mingle and uh, mix with the freshmen that came in and just form that close bond as a team so that we could play together and perform our best together.
0: And uh, for the last two years you've been a member of the SAC committee, is that mm-hmm. correct? Yes. And were you, as an executive board member, were you the secretary for both years? or just uh, this year? No,
1: last year Sonny was the secretary. Uh, this year I took the position over since she graduated.
0: Did she tell you anything about the position?
1: Yeah, uh so when you could apply to like uh try to get on to the board. I mean everyone voted for who they wanted, but Sonny recommended that I do secretary and she told me a few of the stuff that I'd get to do as secretary and I thought it was a really neat opportunity. So
0: What yeah. what were the what are the stories? Uh
1: so I mean As an e-board, we all have a meeting before, like, once a month we have a meeting with all the SAC members, uh, but before that meeting, about a week before, the e-board gets together to discuss what we're going to be talking about at the SAC meeting and just some other stuff that has been coming up, so I'll usually take notes at that, um, and then I create the agenda for our SAC meetings, take notes of stuff that's discussed during that meeting uh, that we may need to focus on for the next one or for that coming up month.
0: Um, this is the time where I get to make you blush again. Uh, you have been described by your teammates, sack peers, and supervisors as cheerful, quiet, humble, helpful, willing to pitch in to help any, at, anyone at any time, and friendly. Where do you get these character traits from?
1: I think they've just always been engraved in me as a child. I mean... Um, I've always been a very cheerful person, definitely can be quiet at times. Um, but just the way I was raised and brought up, I think brought those characteristics out.
0: The uh, one thing we haven't touched base on uh, is because of your basic college field hockey career is technically over on the field but not over in the awards category. And academically, you have always been a great student-athlete in the purest sense of the word, student-athlete receiving academic excellence awards in at Okanagan. I think I said it right that time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and three-time National Field Hockey Coaches Association National Academic Squad member, CAA Commissioner's Academic Award, and uh, obviously various Hofstra Academic uh, Awards uh, semester and annually. So uh, our friends to the north... <laughs> Have always been outstanding students, pointing out to Janelle and uh, also Alan Hetherington, who mm-hmm. is a two time all district uh, Kosaida academic uh, selection uh, what what is the, what is the difference between it seems like Canadian students are more i don 't want to say intelligent because that <laughs> is certainly the wrong term but um, but what what is it that drives the Canadian student-athlete academically?
1: I mean, obviously we all want to do really well in school, and we understand that if we do well in school, bring up good job opportunities. I know for myself growing up, academics have always been very important for my family. Um, it was kind of like if I want to play sports, I need to make sure I'm doing well in school. So that was always something that drove me to do well in school, and it's just something I enjoy too. Uh, let's
0: take a little bit of a break here Before we uh, wrap it up But uh, with a little Earlier this year during the season We did a pride five So we're going to throw another pride five <laughs> at you With some new questions Alright, ready? Okay Favorite meal?
1: Uh, Crepes with Nutella oh. uh,
0: Your favorite sports team?
1: The Vancouver Canucks
0: Okay uh, Favorite athlete?
1: Ooh, um, that's a tough one. I mean, I say field hockey-wise, probably Maddie Hinch. She's the goalkeeper for Great Britain. She's an amazing goalkeeper.
0: Okay, what's your favorite thing to do when you want to get away from school and field hockey?
1: Uh, Go for a hike or just go into nature.
0: And we're going to talk about that in a minute, too. Uh, uh, And finally, your proudest athletic moment at Hofstra.
1: I'd say... Just making it to Hofstra and having the opportunity to play field hockey here would probably be my proudest moment.
0: All right, getting back to uh, as you mentioned uh, hiking, uh, you told me once before that you love the outdoors. How did you develop this love?
1: Uh, I mean, my family always took my brother and I camping from a young age. Um, We would go canoeing lots, kayaking. So I've always grown up around it. And then in high school, I got into outdoor education. So we'd go on backpacking trips, sailing trips, just different things like that and learn about uh, being outdoors and just kind of loved it.
0: On the previous five, I asked you... Tell me something that not many people would know about you. And you mentioned that you hiked the Canadian Rockies. Yeah. Tell me about that experience. Uh,
1: So I've done it twice. Obviously not the whole entire Rockies, but different portions of it. Um, In high school, as like a senior trip, they have uh, those who want to. The senior class goes on a backpacking trip through the Canadian Rockies. And you can pick the level of difficulty that you want. And you get to pick one friend. And they try to mingle us so we get to know our grad class better. So I did that my grade 12 year. We went from uh, Lake Louise to Banff hiking. And then uh, two summers ago, some of my friends and I got together and we decided to go backpacking in uh, the Kootenai National Park. And so, yeah, I did a week trip.
0: Uh, This is is something that started in your family.
1: Yeah, camping definitely started in my family. And then through high school, I got more into the backpacking aspect of it.
0: Yeah, as I talked to uh, one of your roommates uh, the other day, she was telling me she is so outdoorsy that uh, she could see you at a national park <laughs> as a ranger. <laughs> uh, all right, now as your college experience uh, winds down, and uh, uh, I heard that you were involved as a teaching assistant, is that correct?
1: Uh, yeah, I was a peer teacher this semester for a geology class on weather and climate.
0: And uh, you are working on a virtual reality project that uh, has some people excited, at least the people I talked to, and they couldn't tell me much about it, so I'm <laughs> asking you now. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, the prof that I uh, peer-teached for this year, is giving me the opportunity next semester to work on his virtual reality research project. So he's looking at the uh, effects of hurricanes in virtual reality. So what the research project is is we'll give people a map to look at and it shows you a hurricane warning and we have them fill out a survey and then we have them put on a virtual reality set of like a hurricane coming in and they're standing in a house and you watch debris and cars go flying and the water rises and starts flooding the house and we give them the survey again to see if their answers have changed and basically if virtual reality could be used as something that can help keep People safe in natural disasters because they become more aware of the dangers that these disasters could co- cause, and then maybe they 'd be more willing to evacuate earlier change some of their house designs so that they um, could stand against these storms
0: okay it sounds uh, very interesting and and certainly uh, considering where the world is these days with hurricanes of, of just the past year mm-hmm. it could be quite beneficial. Uh, You are a double major of global studies and geography and uh, hope to coach and teach in the future. But first, you have to do more schooling when you go back to Canada. Yeah. Uh, Tell us what you're going to do with Uh, that.
1: So I want to become an elementary school teacher. So uh, since I have my degree now, or I will from Hofstra, I'm going to go back to Canada and get my bachelor's of education, which depending what school I go to is either a year and a half or two-year program. And then, yeah, become a teacher and I want to coach uh, field hockey while I'm doing that.
0: And so you'll have basically two ba- bachelor's degrees. Yes. And you're going to do field hockey.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, i want to do field hockey and probably end up doing basketball too. Uh,
0: it's still in your blood. Yeah. <laughs> when you walk across the stage uh, at the MAC Sports Complex on graduation day in May, what will you be thinking and uh, what will some of the flashback images in your mind be that day?
1: I mean, I'll definitely be grateful for that opportunity to get that degree. Um, I'll probably be thinking about how fast the four years went by. Uh, it was just an incredible experience, and I definitely, as people told me, it does fly by. Um, probably, like, flashbacks to just my experience with the team, uh, field hockey games. Uh, definitely will be weird not wearing the gear every day.
0: <laughs> you won't miss that.
1: <laughs> won't miss the smell, but Yeah. <laughs> Uh, But no, definitely we'll miss field hockey.
0: And four years later, you've played in uh, sixty-one field hockey games, fifty-four starts, a two-point eight-one goals against average, uh, twenty-nine victories. Uh, You leave. You have to leave here proudly and as proud as the Hofstra staff uh, holds you. Um, Congratulations on a great career. Good luck in your final semester and. uh, Best wishes for the future, and uh, we'll probably see you in a Canadian national festival in the future, coaching <laughs> a bunch of hopeful future Hofstra field hockey players.
1: Yes, hopefully.
0: And thanks for your time. Oh, Thank you. We'd like to thank Kara Swan for all her efforts in the past four years for the Hofstra Pride, and we wish her the best of luck as she enters her final semester of school here at Hofstra University, as well as beyond. And we thank you for listening to Pridecast, the official podcast of Hofstra Athletics.